is David Martinez. I have no clue what I'm doing, but I know I'm listening to the David Bowers Awards. And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Thank you, thank you, thank you once again, the legendary John Bon Jovial. So glad to have you with us, so glad to have you, our listeners out there in, uh, I don't know, radio land, it's not radio land anymore. What's the latest catchphrase? Internet land that just doesn't have the same reach. Yeah, I don't know. What, whatever it is, we're glad you're here with us. And stick around because we got some great music, a couple of great guests. We're going to have a lot of fun this week. And first off, we're going to have a salute because this is the week of the anniversary of the death of Mother Teresa. A recent guest of ours, Rita Faye Tanner, has written a song for Mother Teresa, which we're going to play for you in just a moment. I do want to make this one observation for you, and that is the fact that Rita Fay herself has had some health problems, and we are very happy that she was able not only to create this song, but to record it for us. We thank her very much, and I know this was something that she was really determined to do, and we're glad she did. So here she is, Rita Fay Tanner with Mother Teresa Cried. guest that was a uh, almost an impromptu session 
uh, Rita sat down at the piano and shared the song with us, and we are so happy she did. And uh, all in remembrance of uh, the great lady, Mother Teresa, who we lost on September 5th, 1997. Thank you again, Rita Fay. John Bon Jovial, welcome aboard for another week of the David Bowers Awards. Another week of mirth, merriment, fun, and frivolity. Yes, indeed. Uh, always good to be back here with you every single week. We've been doing this, what, for 11 years now? Almost and, 11 years now, yeah. Uh, and I don't see the day coming yet when I'm going to get tired of it, and I, I know you don't either. No, I uh, love the heck out of know, it. It's a, it's a ton yeah, of fun, oh, yeah. and I enjoy you know, I enjoy the premise, which is to give one more stage to emerging indie artists to share their music and talents with the world. You know, the nice thing, though, about this show, the great thing about this show is the part of the premise that you came up with when you first approached me with this was, I think it was in the form of a question, was, aren't you tired of all the crap that the corporate consultants <laughs> are laying on our business and we can't really do what we want because the focus groups say you got to do it this way? Yeah. Well, and, corporate America uh, says this is what's working. Yeah, and uh, you know the, uh, the 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 crud with the corporate consultants. You had me as soon as you said that. You had me. It's like, <laughs> oh yeah, come on, let's do it our way. And we I have. Remember, it's been a lot of fun. I, I get to remember I get to that play radio every week. I remember yep. that conversation. We were sitting in your living room, and I had had this you know light go on in my head. And you know what? Radio today stinks. And I loved doing radio, and I know you did too. And so I said to you, you know, with the Internet, we could do our own show, program it around the world, and not be beholden to anybody but ourselves. We could do whatever we damn pleased. That's right. And uh, kids, for those of you that may not know, there was this thing called AM radio back in the day. And it was a powerhouse of a medium. It was a license to print money practically because it was so popular and people were clamoring to advertise on it. I know that, uh, David, you worked on some huge AM stations, as did I. I loved every minute of it. I loved the sound of a beautifully processed AM station, which unfortunately, if you can even get an AM radio in your car, you, you just they all sound like, well, I'm not going to say it because this is a family show, but that's what yeah, it's garbage. Like. And, uh, <laughs> but, uh, it, yeah, yeah and garbage. The, and it's just too bad. It's, it's too bad. It was such a beautiful medium. For for the younger generations of today that aren't familiar with it, uh, I can safely say that AM radio was every bit as ubiquitous in our childhood as your cell phones and Internet are in yours. I mean, you just did not want Absolutely. to go anywhere without your portable transistor radio so that you could listen to your favorite station and all the current hit records. It was that easy. Well, not only that, you know, the disc jockeys weren't just, you know, time temperature, you know, that was, oh, this no. is, and, and give the call. They were your friends. Letters. No, they were, they were personalities. They were yeah. your friends. Absolutely. They, they yeah. really were. You had Murray the K at KBW in Buffalo. You had Carl DeSeuss on WBZ in Boston. Uh, you had Fred Winston on WLS in Chicago. I mean, these were monster, monster entertainers, and yeah. and they and people hung on their every word, and uh, that unfortunately is gone. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Now the the, the disc jockeys today, uh, the ones that are still around, they are vocal jukeboxes. That's all you know, they, they are. play. They play the music. They That's introduce they it. Maybe they'll insert a joke now and then, and tell you what the time and temperature is. 
and so chances not are even local. No, I was just going to say chances are they're being programmed to 16 stations across the country out of some little studio in Southern California or New York City or New Jersey, wherever they're based. And uh, no, it's a total different feel. The radio jockeys back when we were kids were not only personalities, they were professional comedians and they were also your friends or part of your family. They were, you know, they were every bit as much a part of your everyday life as your family was. And there were there was a variety. It wasn't just music. I mean, you had, for example, on KSL in Salt Lake City, you had Herb Kane doing his thing uh, on the mm-hmm. overnight. Uh, you had the uh, the guys on uh, WSM in Nashville. Uh, doing their thing, and it's yeah. just a, a world of difference. Uh, and very you know, localized. The deregulation, uh, yeah, oh, very localized. And uh, but the deregulation of uh, of radio back in the '90s uh, pretty much, you know, shut the door on local radio, local personalities, community involvement. It's just not there anymore. No, you're absolutely right. The involvement was another thing. The DJs, announcers, and personnel were part of your community, and they were involved. They would show up at local civic functions. They'd be out in your Christmas parade. They'd be knocking on doors for the March of Dimes. You know, they were part of your community, (laughs) something that's really missing. But, you know, there are some exceptions to the rule today, and one of them is our flagship station, WRFC, if you want to tell the good folks about them. Yes, absolutely. As a matter of fact, they are currently in process of working with a, a local charity in Rochester for a uh, for a big function up there where they're going to be doing a uh, they're going to be doing what we used to call a remote where they actually go out on location and broadcast from a site and talk to people uh, so that you know they're real people and uh, we salute them for that. We also salute Rochester Free Radio because they carry the David Bowers Awards and we're so very glad they did because we've made a lot of friends in Rochester because of that. And we also salute the individuals, some of whom include Steve Litvak, whose rock and roll rumble show follows the David Bowers Awards on Saturday on WRFZ. And he is followed in turn by Armin Spins, who's a local legend and is also the host and owner of the House of Guitars, which is not only a music store, but it's pretty much a museum of rock and roll there in Rochester. Armin himself, a bit of a local legend. And uh, that three of them makes for a great Saturday of music. The David Bowers Awards, Steve Litvak's Rock and Roll Rumble, and Armin Spins. Then, of course, Saturday nights, you get Jeff Moulton's ABC Oldies. For those of you who like to dig back into the music of the 50s, 60s, and 70s. And don't forget Sunday, our good friend Brian Judah, who will rock the rock Sundays at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. This is all on Rochester Free Radio, WRFZ, FM 106.3 in Rochester, New York. If you want to pick them up and you're not in Rochester, go online to rochesterfreeradio.com. You can pick them up on the TuneIn app. You'll love it. Rochester Free Radio, more than just a jukebox. You'll love it. John Bon Jovi, what about our friends at Good Pods? Oh, good pods and good friends as well. You know, there's a lot of places out there where you can download your favorite podcasts, and uh, I suppose they're all pretty good. But good pods is something that uh, we've gone into partnership with uh, here recently. Uh, they've got a sharing app, you know, and with, uh, oh, I don't know, kind of a module, if you will, where you can tell friends, uh, you know, listen, I heard this show the other day, and you should check it out. Um, and, of course, 
we would really hope that your top pick for sharing would be the David Bowers Awards. Good pods. You should look for them on Google, and that'll take you right to it. That's good pods for all your favorite podcasts, including us, the David Bowers Awards. Thank you very much, John Bon Jovial. Also, we want to take a moment to salute some friends of ours who are doing a very special charity function coming up early in September. Listen here and hear all about ladies who rock for a cause. The 6th Annual Ladies Who Rock for a Cause Music Festival is happening Saturday, September 9th at Con Sauter Volksfest Berlin on Academy Road in Philadelphia. This outdoor event will feature great music, vendors, a beer garden, plus free parking. Ladies Who Rock for a Cause leverages the unifying power of music to lift our mothers, sisters, and daughters facing crisis and help them on their journey of overcoming and becoming all they're meant to be. Log on to ladieswhorockforacause.org for tickets and more info. There you go. Ladies who rock for a cause. Love it. Wish I could be up in Pennsylvania. I would definitely pop in to check that out. Right now, we're going to check out our first guest who is anxiously standing by and wants to come in and share with us. I know because I've talked with him and he told me so. He's looking forward to this and we're looking forward to talking with Ashley Wiseman. He's a singer, songwriter, California native, currently residing down not too far from you, John Bon Jovial. He's up there in some little burg called Tampa. I, I guess you probably know where that is, right? I, I've heard of it. Uh, I, I think <laughs> I used to work in Tampa, as a matter of fact. Yeah, but, uh, I think I was right vaguely across. familiar. I, I think I worked in the same office you did there. You were pretty close. Yes, you were. <laughs> yeah, some some little some little radio station called WQYK, as I remember, and uh, that uh, was yeah. my first job in the Tampa market. That's also where I met you. And you've been bugging the heck out of me ever since. <laughs> so we, what, well, you know, listen, you've been kind of a pain in my rear end, too, the whole time, so it all evens out. Hey, what a ball. Listen, if I had a gun, all right? <laughs> Here's our first guest, <laughs> Ashley Wiseman with Barrel of a Gun. The world that called mm-hmm. He had another life And a brand new wife So he let the barrel of a gun The devil's head and I So he screamed oh, oh, oh. With a pistol in her hand Gunshots everywhere
You might call him a son of a gun. Ashley, come on in here and say hello. Hi, how are you guys doing? Doing well, thank you, and thank you for joining us here today. Uh, that's an interesting tune there, and I knew when I heard it the first time that I wanted to hear it a second time because I wasn't sure what I was listening to. What would you class that music? What genre would you put him in? I would say it's all country, you know? Okay, all right. I could see it being played on a modern country station or even a, uh, uh, what do they call them now, stadium country, arena country or something like that. I could also see it on some uh, on some pop rock stations too. As a matter of fact, I was thinking when I heard it, I could hear a harder rock group doing a cover copy, adapting that very easily to hard rock. I don't know if that thought had ever crossed your mind, but uh, it's, a, it's a very interesting song. It's unique which we here on the show love because there's so much copycat out there. Somebody comes along with an original sound, and uh, it just blows our mind, doesn't it, John? Oh, yeah, absolutely. It is something that uh, there are copycats out there. There are original folks out there. Uh, Most people do a little bit of both, kind of a mixture, if you will, um, but I found myself, you know, tapping my toes to your song, Ashley, and it uh, is something that I think would make. I, 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 it didn't occur to me to classify it as country, but now that I go back in my mind and listen to it, you know, okay, yeah, I can see some some tinges in there. But I'm mm-hmm. looking at that as um, as driving music, just because it's got that beat, yeah. and I like that. You know, yeah, it's, it's just you know hauling butt across the desert at three o'clock in the morning, and you got the stereo blaring, and that's on there. <laughs> You know, I love that song. Um, that song, I was, when I wrote that song, I was uh, coming out of a relationship and um, I felt kind of crazy in my mind. And I was just mm-hmm. like, you know what? If I can't have this person, no one can. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I uh, really like that. But, yeah, I was going to uh, say, I hope that was just a thought, not something you acted on. It's just a thought. <laughs> no, you know, I, I wanted something uh, fun because usually when I write, I write from a place of, and most artists, when they write, they write from a place of, you know, heartbreak. And right. Mm-hmm. All that. But I, I'm a ballad singer, so I'm great at writing and singing love songs. But I really wanted something where I could just be like, you know. Yeah, and, I was going to uh, say, you uh, Definitely got away from uh, ballads and love songs on that one. <laughs> but it's a great concept. I, You don't hear many, too many songs that come at you from that point of view. And, uh, again, that's something else that makes it original and we especially like. But while we're talking about not being familiar with you and your music, I'm sure many of our listeners aren't familiar with Ashley Wiseman. So tell us a little bit about your background how you came up, got into music, and got to where you are today. Okay. Well, you know, I'm coming from a pop R&B, you know, EDM-type field. Um, I did an EDM album, electronic dance music album, about four years ago and um, called Rise. And uh, I I loved 
uh, the techno, electro pop, electro house, I'm sorry, electro house feel. And I, and I loved that, but it wasn't thing. And since I was little, you know, my mom has always, um, she's always played country music. And, uh, I, I, and I love country music, but I didn't think that, you know, because I'm an African-American, so I didn't think that, you know, who's going who's gonna, to, you know, listen to me singing country music. <laughs> and um, there was Well, no, there is that guy named Charlie Pride. Yeah, that's what they said there about is. him, too. <laughs> you know, he sure turned They paid attention to him. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. And, um, but, you know, I, I never, I never um, saw anybody like me um, doing country music. And uh, so I decided to sing R&B, the standard, and pop music. And I loved it. It just, it, there was no, I, you know, I had a story to tell. And country music, you know, coming full circle, you know, I'm 35 now. I was like, you know what? Let's just go back to what I love to sing. And country music is my first love. So I was like, let's let's start, you know, singing country music. And all my friends laughed at me. They were like, <laughs> oh, don't do this. Don't do that. You know, what are you going to sound like? And Sure. And when I listened back to some of my uh, songs, my... There's just like a country, you know, flair to my voice, and it naturally just comes out when I'm singing, and and it's it's the easiest and uh, most natural um, sound I guess well, I can. That's the thing to do. You run with what you feel, what works for you. And I know John Bon Jovial is just itching to jump in with something here. Itching, that's right. Um, <laughs> well, first of all, I, when last you and I spoke, Ashley, just a, you know, a few seconds ago, um, I always like to welcome people to the show as well as David uh, does. His, and I didn't. So welcome to the show. It's, it's really absolutely excellent to have you with us. Uh, you had mentioned the uh, an EDM, you know, techno pop, uh, dance music kind of thing, and uh, you know. Then I also know from listening just now that you have this extreme love for country music, which that's a good thing because uh, you know I jocked country music in the Tampa Bay area for many many years back in the seventies. Have you thought about? producing your music a little differently than most people do today. Of course, everybody goes in, they use the software, they've got the digital studios and all this, but have you ever thought about going back to the old school and, uh, and, and being analog? No, you know, and, and, and again, thank you so much for having me uh, here. Um, I appreciate you guys giving me the opportunity to uh, interview with you all. No, to answer your question, no, I, I haven't. Um, you know, I, I I do my uh, recording at home, um, and uh, and I've just, I've just learned that way. I've been into studios before, um, and uh, but I've, it's always been digital and you know that way. But I think it would be pretty interesting to do analog. And uh, well, you know, David and I came up through the ranks of absolutely not at all digital. And everything that we did was analog, from you know the cart machines for the commercials with the music, uh, the Ampex reel-to-reels, and you know of course we cut our teeth editing on those machines and producing and making some absolute gorgeous sounding music. To me, 
the advantage of analog is that you get a certain warmth that digital just doesn't offer. Digital is, to me, it's too clean, which is kind of a weird backhanded insult. Uh, but it is. It's too clean. Uh, right. You don't get the uh, you don't get that very subtle hiss. You don't get the occasional pops from the record. Um, and but there is a, a warmth and vitality to the music that um, uh, that that digital doesn't carry. And I would love to see you experiment, especially if you're going to be branching more and more into country music then I would love to see you uh, experimenting uh, with uh, analog technology and see what you can do with it. Absolutely. That would be be interesting to see how that would work with your sound, because especially, especially if you're going to stay country, because country is a, it's a genre that feeds off the warmth that the listener experiences. How long have you been pursuing the countryside of your music? I would say since last year. Okay, so it's still a, a fairly new thing in your uh, in your professional life, in your music life. And I know from following your posts, I hope I'm not giving away secrets that I'm not supposed to here, but then, heck, I've blown the secrets before. So <laughs> I noticed that following your posts on Facebook and having talked with uh, Anthony Harlan, that you have talked with Anthony Harlan, who, for the listeners, uh, worked with Donna Fargo, and more recently he worked with Lacey J. Dalton. So I know that you are pursuing the country angle, and this this can only broaden your interpretation and feel for the music. But there was a mention there somewhere about the possibility that you two might look into doing a song together. Yes, yes. So, you know, my thing is is I'm I'm all about um collaborating with other artists and people. You know, it could be anyone, you know. I um I don't want to just limit myself to just, you know, other I don't know how much he is into recording or or he knows a lot about it. Uh but uh I I find it interesting that you know he's done backup work and and uh and, and I would love to work with him and and uh, learn a lot. I love learning and uh, there's there's um you, you can't learn enough when you're in absolutely. the industry. Amen to that. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, for our listeners who are singer-songwriters, performers who work with other artists, there you go. Here's a potential uh, uh, someone for you to work with. Think about it, and you're going to get to hear a whole different side of Ashley because he just released a new song, which we're going to talk about and play for you after we talk with him. Ashley, before we run out of time, I want to give you this opportunity to tell the listeners, including possible future collaborators, how they can get in touch with you and, of course, most importantly, how they can get your music. Okay. Well, um, my music, you can stream it on all the platforms, on the digital platforms. My name is, again, Ashley Wiseman, and my like my TikTok is Ashley underscore Wiseman underscore music. Facebook is Ashley Wiseman music. Instagram is the same, Ashley Wiseman music. And my email, uh, future collaborators or any, anybody wants to get in touch with me is Ashley Wiseman Music 
at gmail.com. Very good. Plain and simple. And I, I salute you. We went opposite directions. You went from living in California to living in Tampa. And I went the exact other way back in the 70s. I went from Tampa to uh, Southern California and the L.A. areas. I don't think we crossed paths. You probably made the journey out a lot later than I did. I know Tampa has really changed since I was there. How do you enjoy the Florida life? I love it. I love Florida. It's it's hot. (laughs) I went from uh, San Diego to when I was 17, and I I flew out here to uh, Florida, to Tampa. So I've been here for... Good 16, 17, 17 years. Yeah, I, that's the one. Th- the one thing that bothered me about Florida is the uh, high humidity. That uh, that can kind of drain you. That's uncomfortable. But the the rest of Florida, I really did and do still love. I spend as much time down there as I can. Before we go any further and do run out of time, I want to give you a chance to talk about this next tune we're going to play now for our listeners. This is a tune that Ashley has dedicated to another friend and prior guest here on the David Bowers Awards. And for those of you who are unaware, Jenny J has been going through some very serious times uh, with a uh, a major loss. And she has fought through this to continue uh, recording and staying with her music. And I'm sure that Doing that has helped her fight through these very troubling times, and I know that she will be more than honored to hear this song that you're dedicating to her. Ashley, tell us about You're My Angel. You're My Angel. You know, Jenny J, uh, when I met her, you know, she inspired me to continue my music, and she was there for me in some of my darkest moments um, about a year ago. And... uh, you know, inspired me to keep going, and uh, I decided to write this song for her because this is the point of view. Um, I'm singing from the point of view of a mother's love and and uh, what she must be going through. I don't necessarily know, like nobody would know, you know, until you lose a, a child, what that really feels like. And uh, I just I wanted to honor her and uh, give her some inspiration that, you know, that we all love her and that we're all here for her no matter what. It gives me chills even thinking about it. Ginny J deserves nothing but the best, and um, this too shall pass. Amen. And, um, Amen. and I, I just wish you know, all the best for her. And we join you in that. I know the listeners do as well, and we thank you so much for coming, sharing your own story and music with us, and also sharing this uh, very touching tribute and support tune for our friend Jenny J. Jenny, you're out there listening. Know that we're all with you. We're all supporting you. We're all so proud of you. Ladies and gentlemen, our guest, Ashley Wiseman. Thank you so much, Ashley. A pleasure having you, you here with us. Keep in touch with us because you're part of our family now, and we're going to want to hear from you so we can follow you, okay? Absolutely. Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate all the love and support. You're so welcome. Ashley Wiseman, ladies and gentlemen, here he is with You're My Angel. No more. 
can't ignore the memory of her hair still angers on my life is a movie scene lost at sea drowning in so much. John Bon Jovi, what do you think of Mr. Wiseman? I think Mr. Wiseman is a potentially huge talent. I like his stuff. The first song is so diametrically opposed to the second song that we played, and both of them I think were just downright fantastic. Uh, this tribute for Jenny J is very moving, and it is beautifully thought out, beautifully produced. Uh, so I, I'm impressed. He, he's a young man, at least in my eyes, he is anyway. And uh, well, I, I think he's going to. I think he's going to go far. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. He's he's got the spirit and the drive to go with it, and that's that's half the battle. Yeah, the talent is one thing, but you've got to have the determination to fight the battles you're going to have to face. And when you talk about that, you're talking about Jenny J. And Jenny wants you to know you are not alone. We are all with you. We're praying for you. And we wish you the very best. Thank you, Ashley, 
Thank you, audience. We've got another guest standing by, and I think you're going to like this one. He's got some great music for you. He goes by the name of Tim Ty. His group is Midnight Sky, and his new album that is out right now is called Last Hope for the Modern World. And here's the title tune. Cause it seems so the modern world that's Tim Ty's Midnight Sky, and we have a man right here to talk with us. Tim, come on in here. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Doing great, thank you. What a great song. I know I know. John Bon Jovi is going to have things to say about this song because there's some elements in there that they just strike his chords right, I can tell. Uh, the music, the instrumentation, the hard driving, it's a great song you've got there, Tim. Tell us what you got going, because I know there's more to it than just you 
and the female lead singer and some instruments in the background. Tell us a little bit about the story of Midnight Sky. Well, yeah, like so many people that are doing this kind of uh, work, I, when I was a teenager, I learned to play the guitar, and I started writing songs. And initially they were parodies because I just didn't have any confidence in, in the music part, but I was okay with the lyrics. And eventually I got the confidence to start you know, writing everything. And I ended up going to law school. I've been a lawyer for a long time. And I, you know, I, I always kept playing. And I always kept writing, but I never really did anything with it. Mm. Then about 2009, uh, a buddy of mine here in Dayton yeah, is, is a drummer and a, a, does some does some production work. Said, hey, you ought to, you know, go to the studio and, and you know, at least cut a couple of, uh, you know, professionally produced tracks instead of that stuff you're doing in the basement. And um, I did that, and I was pretty happy with the first couple, and I kept on going, and I think I had 11 songs, and I put those together in a, the first album, which was called Dark Stretcher Road. And then in uh, 19, I released the second, which is called A Few Good Years, and kept on writing, kept on coming up with ideas, and, you know, here we are. And here we are. And it sounds like you have arrived. If if the rest of the album is anything like this track, and I know I got to listen to parts of it. I haven't had a chance to listen to the whole album yet, but I know you've got some great stuff on there. And uh, I know I spent uh, most of my time in listening to snippets of the album, in listening to which track I was going to pick to close with today, because uh, it was a hard choice there between several tracks. And, uh, well, uh, we'll talk more about that as the as the conversation wears on. Right now, I want to bring John Bon Jovial in because I know he wants to jump in and talk about this. Come on in, John. Yeah, hey Tim. <laughs> Tim, welcome to the show. It's great to have you with us today. And uh, yeah, David's right. I was sitting here tapping my toes to the song. Uh, you know, I never get to hear the music before we air it, uh, and that's by design because that way we can get kind of like a gut reaction to it. And I found myself, like I said, tapping my toe to it, and that's always a good sign. Uh, I just really like what you're doing. Uh, it's got a nice, clean sound. It's 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 got a joyful sound. It, it's a good package. It, it really is. And I can see this song playing uh, on you know one of these modern country stations. I can also see it playing on a uh, you know maybe a harder contemporary station, not necessarily a soft you know AC type of thing. But uh, I think you've got some potential there with it. Thank you. Yeah, oh, I have yeah. To agree. it's what we do. <laughs> the instrumentation <laughs> in this, the instrumentation in this is what really got me. Now you, you you managed to work in threads of several different genres, and I know that's a trademark of yours, being able to do that. But you also work in you work in acoustically and also electronically. That guitar riff in there is is dynamite. Yeah, there, that was. Uh, we went through several different tries on the uh, on the guitar work in particular, and uh, I've got a really great guy. Up, he lives up near Chicago, named Chad Burton, who helps me produce and engineer. He's also a fabulous guitar player, and his wife Nicole Garza is doing the vocals on this. And ah. I think you look. He's a fabulous singer. Absolutely, and I was going to ask you who that was. She's, but, she's uh, got a great voice. Yes. Um, yeah. And so we had a version that was pretty good. And I said, Chad, next time you do this, I want you to thank Eddie Van Halen. <laughs> and 
they brought the tapping stuff in. I, at that point, it was a wrap. We were good. There you go. <laughs> well, yeah, you definitely have uh, some good people working with you, and his guitar work is, well, I would say that it makes the track, but that would be overdoing it because there are so many elements that go into making this sound that you have. Tell us about the other people that are in Midnight Sky. Well, it's it's sort of a, uh, to some extent, it's an, kind of an ad hoc group. People come, people go. I, mm-hmm. uh, I try to get the best people I can. During COVID, I started doing almost everything remotely because you know, what else could you do? Sure. And I've got, again, I've got Chad and Nicole up near Chicago. I've got people in L.A. I've got people in Nashville. And, you know, we just sort of end up, you know, assembling these things one step at a time and it, you know, allowed me to keep, you know, to keep doing uh, what I like to do, you know, even, even when we were locked down. Well, you know, you blew my surprise. I was going to hit the people with uh, your previous profession before you went full tilt into the music, but that has really intrigued me because you were an attorney, a successful one for a lot of years. What pushed you over the edge? What made you decide, you know what, I'm getting out of this, and I'm going to run with my music. Well, I, I haven't, I haven't actually given up the practice of law completely, you know, because I like to eat and, and like have a place <laughs> to live and forth. Sure. So, so <laughs> I'm at a point in my career where I've got lots of flexibility and 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 the time uh, to pursue something like this. And so, you know, that's something, you know, it's something I've done and and. You know, I love it. I think any anybody who's serious about music really needs to love what they're doing. Um, Absolutely. Or long in the long run, I don't. I just don't think it's going to work out. So, you know, it's music. I always look at the music as an end in itself. And if you know, if there are good things come along, well, that's a bonus. Right. And uh, John, I want you to be very careful that. Neither one of us say anything that will get us into trouble here because this guy knows the law. <laughs> no, we got enough litigation going already. We don't need any more. <laughs> Tim, I want, to, I want to ask you a question. Um, who, who's your drummer? Again, there's there's n- numerous different drummers on this album. And, okay, well, uh, I'm thinking of the last hope for the modern world uh, because I'm listening to this thing, and whoever your drummer is, he, she, they're working their butts off on, on uh, this song. And it's a great song. And I think it's the drummer that is the glue in that song that's keeping it all together. Because, I mean, is the, um, he, he's working. He's working hard. Well, he's a, he's a, the guy that did the drums you hear is a guy named Jeff Clark. And he, he's a friend of Chad. But it's interesting that that wasn't the first, the first drum track. We we had one, and I listened to it. And I said, "This just this just isn't enough." It, it's it's like it's 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 almost like he was a good drummer, but it's like he just wasn't he wasn't committed enough when he when he when he hit the snare, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And um, so we got Jeff involved, and I knew we had it. Well, yeah. you got it. There's no yeah. question that you got it because again, to me, it's the glue that holds the whole song together. Uh, it, without yeah. without him, it, I'm sure it'd be a great song, but it, this one just takes it up. This drummer of yours takes it up a, a notch. Well, yeah. 
I'll, I'll tell Jeff he'll be tickled to hear that. And uh, yeah. we did that little sort of Peggy Sue thing during the uh, during the verse, and it, and it sort of like it just goes goes right into solid four four uh, during the the chorus, and I I think it worked. Yeah, I think it did. I, I, the first thing that caught me though was the title, and I'm thinking with all that's going on in the world today, this could be prophetic. I mean, last hope. Maybe we're not too far from it. I think at times. Well, but, uh, there's a little little story there. Is I came up with it, that that was going to be the title for the album. I, you know, I, I thought that up a long time ago. It was okay. one of those phrases that came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And finishing up the project, and someone commented that, "Gosh, you know, some of the stuff on, on this album is pretty dark. You know, maybe we need to do one more upbeat song." And so this is the last one I wrote for the project and I'm thinking, okay, cause I thought last hope for the modern world sounds kind of dire. Okay. How about if we say love's the last hope for the modern world, that sounds better. Mm-hmm. And that's how it's very good. Very good. And uh, you, you definitely came up with the right song to tie the whole album together because this is it. This thing has got virtually everything that you need, including the hit sound and the commercial sound. It's got enough of a commercial edge that this thing could go a long way. Now, before we run out of time, I try to give all of our guests time to come in and sell themselves, tell the listeners how they can find you, follow you, how they can contact you. And of course, as we say, the most important one is how they can get your music. Well, I'm on all streaming services and I've found that the best way to find this is simply to search for last hope for the modern world. That, that, that's the easiest way, the most uh, efficient way to, to get there. I'm on, uh, I've got a website, MidnightSkyMusic.com. I'm on the social media site. My email is ttye53 at gmail.com. And of course, I'd be thrilled to hear from anybody as long as what they say is positive. <laughs> well, I can hear that, and I echo that completely. I don't think that's going to be a problem, because uh, once they hear the rest of the album, they're going to be sold. You, you've got yourself quite a package here. I am impressed, and I thank you for coming by and sharing time with us today. Last but not least, talk to us a little bit about Ain't Nothing Better. Ain't Nothing Better was I thought it was sort of a throwaway tune. It's it's kind of a country line dance thing. And I sent uh, Chad and Nicole some songs, you know, some ideas, and that was one of them. And they just jumped at that. They said, this this is really good. And I thought, hey, they probably know better than I do. And so I'd always conceived it as a duet. I don't think it works any other way. And I said, well, I said, I've never used an accordion on a song, so I want to put an accordion on here. We put a fiddle on there, and we ended up with what I thought was a you know a, a pretty good track. I agree. As I said, I had a tough time picking the closing track. There were several cuts that I seriously considered using, but this is the one that won out, and uh, I thank you again for spending time talking about it, talking about this great album you have here, and sharing your own personal story. Wish you all the very best. And as I tell everyone, you're now part of our family. Once you appear on the show, you're part of our family, and we want to keep in touch with you. So please, you keep in touch with us. And remember, our group's page on Facebook is the anchor that 
ties all the promotion together for us. That's the David Bowers Awards groups page. You can post your own music news, play dates, whatever you want to share, and we'll pick it up from that site and share it around other sites that we post to. Thank you so much. You're very welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Tim Ty, Midnight Sky, from their brand new album, Last Hope for the Modern World. This is Ain't Nothing Better. better. Hey, that's Jim Ty's Midnight Sky. I think you're really going to enjoy this album. Check it out. You won't be sorry. What'd you think, John Bon Jovial? Well, I tell you what, there's a little bit of Raging Cage and Zydeco, Doug Kershaw playing in there, and I love it. I love it. Tap your toe. Get down porch country music. I just love that stuff. I eat it up. can have it for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. 
Kim can mix genres. He manages to weave in parts of different genres that mesh together. I mean, it's like weaving in uh, white frosting on a chocolate fudge cake. I don't know. It, it, he just makes it work. I, I have a hunch we're going to be hearing a lot more from Tim Ty and his Midnight Sky. Thank you so much, Tim. Thank you, John Bon Jovial. I think it's time for you, as your last act of the day, to take us home. Yeah, time to get us out of Dodge. Thank you, David. Folks, you have done it again. And we are so grateful every single week for the hour that you spend with us. Thank you so much. We really Really, truly do appreciate it. The David Bowers Awards is broadcast around the world from our studios in Naples, Florida, and, of course, from the Valley of the Sun in Tempe, Arizona. And we're for free. That's right, free on most of the major streaming services. You can also support the David Bowers Awards by clicking the Support This Podcast link on our Spotify podcast page. Be sure to join us next week for the David Bowers Awards Saturday on WRFC FM 106.3 on your FM radio dial. That's Rochester Free Radio, Rochester, New York. And if you're out of their listening range, you can always pick them up on rochesterfreeradio.com on the Internet. And that happens at noon Eastern on Saturday. And then the next day on Sunday, you can find us on Blog Talk Radio at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and 6 p.m. UTC. So until next week, for the David Bowers, Hopalong Sarcassity, and all the other morons that work here at the ranch, I am yours truly, the lovably legendary John Bon Jovial, saying be good to each other, love each other. We'll see you next week, right here on the David Bowers Awards. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.